All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and today we are back in the McDonald's parking lot sipping on an iced caramel coffee. We've got a big boy, and we have an idiom that we're going to break down today. It's called the low-hanging fruit. Now, you may have heard this expression when talking about goals with your friends, or maybe you've even heard it thrown around the workplace, but today we're going to get into it, and we're going to do it in an interesting way. So grab your cup of coffee, let's take that customary sip, Nice and cool, just the way we need it, and let's go. Close your eyes and imagine that you are stranded in the woods. It's just about winter, and you are famished. Been out there for a week searching. You haven't seen one raccoon, one bird, and at the same time, you're aware that it's almost hibernation time. So a lot of the animals that you could normally find all over the place are starting to shut in, go in their little dens, go in their little hideouts to not be seen again until the spring. So your best shot at finding something sustainable is maybe a bear. A bear that is preparing to hibernate but is not quite settled in. Fortunately, you have on your person one rifle and three bullets. So you set out in search of the great bear. You're walking through the woods, you see a few little woodland creatures scuttering here, scattering there, but you're searching for this bear. You, you post up in a tree, you wait, you see nothing, you hear nothing. You see a little deer go running by. But you're not interested in the deer because you're looking for the bear. Nothing. You sat in a tree for hours. Nothing. So you said, well, it's getting late. I need to go ahead and find shelter, settle in for the night. You find a nice little location, you make yourself a fire with the materials around you, you settle in, you go to sleep hungry. Another night with no food. You see, I'll get up in the morning, get up bright and early, and we'll go for that bear again because I know there's one out there that can give me what I need. Go out, you see a raccoon hiding behind a tree. It's irritating because you want a bear. You don't, you don't care about the raccoon. And you saw the squirrel on the branch over there, just sitting there like it's almost frozen solid by the cold that's coming. But you're not interested in any of that because you just want the bear. So you go deeper into the woods. Deeper. You cross a little stream that's just about frozen. You're looking for a den. You find a den. And you say, okay, there's a bear there. We're going to post up here. You wait starting to get dark no bear you wait all night no bear early in the next morning still no bear so you say either the bear is already in there or this is a den from last year or a previous year nothing's coming back so you find another place to sleep another little shelter make yourself a fire and you go to sleep hungry again now here's the third day you're even weaker than you were when you set out those last two days. Your confidence is wavering, and you're so frustrated with yourself that you begin to take out this frustration on the little woodland creatures that remain around you. The little squirrel is climbing on the tree. You pick up a rock and you throw it so hard that it knocks the squirrel off the tree. You look at it, you walk over, disgusted, just disgusted with the situation. You step on it, smash it in the ground keep walking. You see a mother deer and a little fawn eating 
They're too small. They're not as big as a bear, right? You don't want that. You're not interested in that. I mean, you could you could kill them, of course, but it's just not going to do what you want this bear to do, what you know this bear will do. So you push deeper, deeper than you went the first two nights. And then you finally see it. You see the bear. This big, great 800-pound mass of muscle, red meat, just teeth, nails. It's a beast. And it's eating a deer that it is more than likely killed earlier. It's ripping its carcass apart. It's chewing on it. Yeah, bears can be omnivores. Some people think that bears, all they eat is honey because they've been reading too much Winnie the Pooh, but bears like a little meat sometimes. So you watch this bear and you sit up to take your shot. Shaky hands, load the cartridge into the barrel, you rack the slide, and you take aim, waiting for your shot. Because if you don't do it right, all you're going to do is piss the bear off, and the bear's going to charge you, and it's game over. And you're too weak for a fight with the bear. You can't handle a fight like that. So you wait patiently for your shot. And you see the bear raising its head from its meal, licking its muzzle, all the blood and flesh dripping off its big white teeth. You say, this is it. This is my shot. You put your finger over the trigger. You pull back. Click. The rifle jams in your hand. The click wasn't that loud, but it was loud enough that the bear heard it. So the bear looks over, sees you perched in the woods, and it takes off. The bear's gone. The bear you've been waiting for. Now, normally, a hunter with their health, their legs, their wits about them, their speed, they would get up, chase the bear down, and just shoot it anywhere they could. But you can't, because you waited too long for the bear. When the bear was finally there, your equipment failed. You were unable to take the shot, the perfect shot that you had been waiting on. And now, you're so weak, so defeated, that you don't even have enough strength to go look for shelter. You don't even have enough strength to get up from where you are. You feel like such a failure. Because there was the prize, the prize you've been searching for all this time, and you couldn't complete the task. You just couldn't follow through. The gun jammed. You feel it wasn't your fault, but the gun jammed after you pulled the trigger. This gun that you had been dragging around with you for days, it just didn't work out. But that's how life is sometimes. So what do you do? With no energy, you lay there and you drift off to sleep, never to wake up again. Died of hunger, sadness, depression, fatigue, whatever you want to call it. Just lost the will to go on. Now, my question is, did that have to happen? Did you have to perish right there in the woods? So close to your goal, yet so far from it at the same time. I beg to differ because the low-hanging fruit, the deer that you passed, the squirrel, the raccoon, those woodland creatures that were so annoying and in the way could have provided you with just enough energy to take another crack at the big bear. But what did you do? You smashed the squirrel in the ground. You walked right past the deer. You didn't look twice at the raccoon. You were irritated. You were frustrated because it wasn't the big bear. All the while, this was nature's way of trying to help sustain you, give you the nourishment you needed until the opportunity came up. And even when the opportunity arose, something went wrong, as things do. You can have the best laid plans, and sometimes things just don't work out. Now, while you were pursuing this great bear, 
you missed all these other opportunities, all these other things that would have given you the motivation and resilience that you would have needed to be able to tackle that big bear. You just walked right past those opportunities like they didn't mean anything. You looked at Mother Nature and laughed in her face. And now there you are on the ground, sleeping, never to wake up again, a fallen hunter in search of the big bear. But don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. When life hands you the low-hanging fruit, when life says, here, here's an orange, here's an apple, take it, take it. Because who knows, you may get full from all those apples and oranges that you're just picking up off the ground and off these low branches while you're climbing to the top, while you're pursuing the bigger fish. Something to think about. And on that, we'll take the last sip. I enjoyed you, as always, and I'll see you in the next one.